Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You've chosen America's number one. Number one. Number one. one. Outdoor radio show. Well, welcome to America, amigo. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, where we bring you the outdoors so you can get outdoors. It's outdoor radio at its finest that highlights local and national outdoor news in the field perspectives and current gear reviews that are 100% free of charge. Brought to you by Whitetails Extreme, the makers of Rack Addict. Ignite improved nutrition and results 365 with Rack Addict. Log on to whitetails-extreme.com to learn more about Rack Addict. Now, without further ado, let's start the revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, what you guys doing? Monica's making us watch Old Yeller. So why are you guys so upset? It's Old Yeller. It's a happy movie. Yeah, but Phoebe, what about the end? What? What's about to happen? I've never seen this part before. Oh, no. No, no, Travis, put down the gun. No, 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 he's, he's your buddy, he's your yeller, no. No, no, the end, the end! All right, this is my favorite part right here. Okay, what kind of a sick doggy snuff film is this? <laughs> you know, old has, Phoebe. Phoebe has forever coined old yeller as the doggy snuff film. <laughs> that is so great. Not a family movie. By the way, I'm so sorry. I feel bad. I forgot to introduce Should. Peggy, the big mouth intern. Once again, she hey. graces with her presence. Yay. She graces us. Thank you for that. And everybody else. <laughs> Jimbo forgot there was actually other people in the room. <laughs> uh, but on today's Rev, we're going to be acting about hunting dogs and everything you need to know about. Started dogs, breaking bad habits, and rattlesnake vaccines. So on this week's Ram Power Block... Powered by Ram at RamTrucks.com. Isn't that amazing? Hey, we're going to hear from Gun Dog Magazine's pointing dog editor, Dave Carney, plus the present CEO of Outdoor Channel, Tom Hornish, Chad Love, who's the gun dog blogger for Field and Stream, country music great, Craig Morgan, and finally, Scott Bird from Bird Brothers Setters. Yeah, now we don't keep Peggy around for her looks or her company. Excuse but, uh, she, me. She does from <laughs> time to time. Listen, I uh, found a great product, guys. What'd she tell us about it? Okay. It's called the Garmin GTU-10 GPS Pet Locator. Wow, you sound very enthused. <laughs> well, no, seriously. This is a wonderful item. It's a small device. Okay. okay. How small? Uh, about the size of a jump drive. Oh, inch and a half, inch and three quarters. Maybe. Of. Yeah, yeah. You look online, it's not that big. Okay. okay. But mainly what it is, it gives you peace of mind for your pet. Okay? You adhere it to their collar, and you set up geofences, if you will. Okay? So okay. if they, these fences are breached at any point in time, it can text you, notify you. So if you're traveling, whatever. Or even if it enters, probably. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. 
It's only $199. For the peace of mind, it's incredible whether you're vacationing at work. Let's face it, a lot of dogs get stolen these days, especially oh, yeah, hunting dogs. And the bonus is, shoot, you can do this for the kids, too. Put it on their backpack going to school, whatever. You want to know where your wife's American Express is going, <laughs> Peggy? Hey, hey, um, hey. You know, that's actually kind of cool because let's say you're vacationing and you're worried about your dogs. Exactly. Any location that are at, you can track them. And, uh, it's lightweight, waterproof. I would hope so. L- well, let's face it. What kid and dog doesn't find a mud puddle sometimes? So, anyway. Or Peggy. Hey. You smell like a wet dog. <laughs> 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 now, okay, it's from Garmin. Once again, it's called the Garmin GTU-10 GPS Pet Locator. And uh, 199 bucks. Actually, this is a really cool product, uh, Peggy. Cool. Thanks for uh, telling us about this. Anytime. You betcha. Well, uh, as you said a second ago, we are now being joined by uh, Gun Dog Magazine's Pointing Dog Editor, Dave Cardi. And he phoned us at 785-846-7647. Miss Peggy. See ya. Gotta go. We love you. Bye. All right. Hey, Dave. How's it going, buddy? Good. Yeah, now you you just wrote, um, actually it was May 15th when it came out, 2012, a great little article called Building Blocks, How to Prevent Problem Behavior. Now this, I think, is one of the main things that we need to focus on on today's show. And nine times out of ten, you know, bad behavior comes from the trainer themselves. And yep, that's I, true. And reading in your article, I have to totally agree with, um, I, I think a lot, like when I'm training, I have a tendency to rush things. And that just builds on more and more problems. I, you know, we're creating so much crap for ourselves. And these are some things we really need to avoid. Oh, yeah. It's a real common problem. And it's an easy one to fall into if you're not training dogs all the time. Most guys get a dog, oh, at the most every three to four years. Yeah. And by the time they finish that dog, they've forgotten what it was like to train the one before. Yeah. So, unfortunately, sometimes they get the idea and... And writers like myself can be the problem sometimes. They talk about problems in, in an abbreviated space in a column. They make it sound like, well, if you, if you do this with your dog in a certain amount of time, your dog will be doing that. Yeah. Well, every dog is different, and you really have to start any command that you teach your dog at a very, very basic level. You have to show the dog what you want, and then you have to reinforce that over a series of escalating distractions in slightly more difficult circumstances to get the dog to where the point where he's finally trained. And if you're talking about a lot of commands, for instance, mm-hmm. to the most basic or woe and come for pointing dogs, which is primarily my expertise, mm-hmm. um, that can take weeks. You know, I think this is just one problem we have as a nation. You know, I mean, look, you, you watch how to learn uh, Spanish in under five seconds, you know, Rosetta Stone, how to yeah. speed read, how to do this. Everything has to be quick come fast, how to make a million bucks sitting in front of your computer for 12 hours a day, you know, in one week. You know, I mean, there's so much of this crap out there, and people do believe in this. They buy into it. I mean, this is something, it's like you go to college, okay, to get your bachelor's. I mean, you got four to six years it's going to take you to do that, okay? If you want to have a great dog, like you're saying, you're going to have to put some time and some effort into this and not rush them. Not everyone, just like people learns at the same pace i didn't learn how to read until like i was seven now i am slightly um handicapped <laughs> but that's why i'm in radio okay you don't have to have a big brain for that but you're exactly right and now real quick uh if we want to find more of your articles before we get into uh, farther into this interview uh dave where can we find them online um hmm, that's a good question <laughs> i would have to, i don't i don't know that gundog is yet online if they are it's very it's it's going to be uh yeah coming up but it isn't there i don't believe yet actually I yeah guess. yes it is you go to gundog oh, we're not supposed to say this but i uh, go to gundogmag.com okay and, and uh, great well, that's fine because i 
I live out here in Montana. You know, we have to go <laughs> drive a stagecoach to get a cup of coffee. I am, I am really out of the loop on the computer end of this business. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, if they say, if you listen, if you tell me that my magazine articles are online, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, now we've picked out a new puppy. We brought him home. And sure. uh, it, it, it's a hunting dog. Okay. What are some of the first things that we should teach our uh, our new uh, pup, our new friend? Okay. Well, the first thing you're going to teach your dog, if you're keeping your dog in the house, is you're going to housebreak it. Yeah. Okay. So let's assume that you've already done that. Mm-hmm. Again, I want to I emphasize that my main, I, I've trained some spaniels and worked a little bit with retrievers. Most of the dogs, almost all the dogs that I train are pointing dogs. So it's a little bit different there, but the principle applies. And what I like to do with a very young dog, and what I've spoken with a number of retriever columnists, or I'm sorry, retriever trainers have done, I used to write the uh, retriever training column for Ducks Unlimited magazine. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of people start a dog, even as young as 8 or 9 or 10 weeks of age, Wow. exposing it to birds. They will plant a quail, they will plant a pigeon, they'll tape the wings so it doesn't flop around, and they will bring that dog into that bird, and let the dog do whatever he's going to do with it. The dog at that age, most of the time, will go up. Maybe they'll point it. They may grab a wingtip and drag it around. That's real common. Yeah. But what that does is it gets the dog basically thinking from right from the start that every time he goes out into the field with the trainer, something good like a bird is going to happen. And over the course of that dog's life, over the course of the next particular few months that you're training that dog in particular, he's starting to get it in his head that, what his job is, is to look for birds, and that is something he's not going to have to go through later on when you actually start hunting the dog. It's one less distraction in the field, one less thing he's going to have to figure out on his own when seven, eight months, a year down the road, you're actually hunting him. Okay, so basically, uh, training is really a long-term commitment with that dog, right? I don't believe in shortcuts with bird dogs. I mean, you're, you're t- what you were saying before is so true. We've got this idea that this can be done quickly. You can learn Spanish in such and such a time. You can do yeah. this, that, or the other in a few minutes. We get that from reading the internet, looking at the media. The problem is the dogs don't read that stuff. <laughs> they need to. Dogs, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dogs have been dogs have been doing it the same way forever. And dogs take whatever it takes the dog to take. It typically, yeah. I'll get a, a puppy in here. Let's say a dog that's a year of age. And I typically will take a couple dogs a year to train on the side because mm-hmm. uh, I'm not a, I, I don't train dogs for a living, but I do it as a sideline in the summer. Yeah. And I typically will put them through a five month program where they learn an awful lot of stuff. They have everything they need to be a finished gun dog, but that dog may not be finished, completely finished to where he's reliable, to where you can count on him, where you know he's hunting well until he's two or three years of age. Oh, he wow. needs a couple seasons under his belt to really incorporate that stuff and understand it and basically to make a whole bunch of mistakes so he can either figure out on his own what he's doing wrong or you can correct him and show him. Now, you actually came out with a great article, E-Collar Evolution, Top E-Collars for 2012. And once again, this is on uh, gundogmag.com. Right. But... And you pointed that out to me. I forget. <laughs> you write some great things. I should just call you and tell you every single week what you're writing. Um, yeah, you, I wish you would because you'd be the only one. Now, um, this is one invention, okay, in my mind. If it's handled properly, properly, this is one tool that can help speed up some things. Now, I'm, I'm totally against rushing. Um, you, you have to do everything in moderation. What is your take on e-collars? I pretty much agree with that, but it will not necessarily speed up the amount of time on the ground that you have to spend with the dog again and if it's used correctly yeah um is it will 
vastly simplify the time it takes you to correct that dog when he screws up. Yes, that that's and what I was trying to get at. You can correct the dog when he screws up. The quicker that dog grasps what it is that you want him to do. Poor little Timmy wouldn't have had to call Lassie so much if he had an <laughs> e-collar. You know, no, that show never no. would have made it if it if well, e-collars. Well, Lassie should have had an e-collar on Timmy because every other episode <laughs> he was running up to get him to follow him. Right? If he had an e-collar, he just could have called him wherever he was. Stupid little boy, follow me. Come on, I'm always saving <laughs> your butt. Uh, kids are much smarter these days. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Well, hey, we're going to have to leave it at that. We've been talking with Dave Carty, and he is the uh, pointing dog editor for Gun Dog Magazine. Yeah, and one more time because uh, Dave has no idea where to find his stuff. Just go to gundogmag.com. Uh, some really great articles, some great reads. Uh, it, you're really going to enjoy it. But uh, we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks at ramtrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. But uh, stick around because coming up after the break, we're going to have Tom Hornish on, and he is the prez of Outdoor Channel. Stick around. It's going to be great. But, uh, uh, hey, Dave, thank you so much, man. Very interesting. Well, you said it. it was a lot of fun. OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com We highly recommend you going there. Thanks. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. There are some things in life that defy explanation. Sleeping out under a few billion stars on a clear western night, for example. Or the thrill of being in the saddle and running with the herd. Words can't do justice to the scope of those experiences. Such is the case at Ram where the 1500 is so loaded with performance and personality that any attempt to describe it falls short. You simply have to climb aboard and take it for a run to fully appreciate what it means to ride on top. Guts. Glory. Ram. The 390 horsepower Ram 1500 with an available 5.7 liter Hemi V8 that gets up to 20 MPG. Plus a five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. MPG based on highway EPA estimates. See a dealer for a copy of the powertrain limited warranty. Ram and Hemi are registered trademarks of Chrysler Group, LLC. Gear Age repair products make it easy to restore gear to like-new condition. Use AquaSeal to patch waders, seam grip for leaky tents, and Revive-X to repel rain. Dozens of products with hundreds of uses. See the full line and find a local dealer at GearAid.us. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. They're funny. They're just humorous. They're funny. (laughs) They're just funny and they just draw you in, you know? This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. I like your new shirt, by the way. Well, thank you. Yeah, we're back. Um, is that uh, Tommy Bahama? You are Tommy it Bahama, like Tom- all yeah. the time. I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. Uh, it's been an interesting show though so far. Just started. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, that you. conversation went nowhere. Yeah. You know, hey, you're you're kind of sleepy today. What's I up am, with that? Well, it's our next guest, Tom Hornish, woke me right up. Nah, yeah. 
Hey, if you're just tuning in, we're talking hunting dogs. And before the break, we heard from Dave Carty. He's the pointing dog editor for Gundog Magazine. Gundog Magazine, great magazine. But, you know, we are talking about hunting dogs, gun dogs, things of that nature in today's show. But for just a second, we're going to kind of slightly veer off course. Not too far off course. We're going to be talking about Outdoor Channel. And uh, right now we're being joined by Tom Hornish, and he is the president and chief executive officer there at Outdoor Channel. And he phoned us at 785-846-7647. Mr. Tom, dude, how's it going, buddy? Good, good. I didn't know you guys were doing uh, a little uh, ditty on the dogs, but I've got a (laughs) a black lab that's my best friend, and I'm looking here at a picture of him. Really? Anything you want to know about hunting dogs, I can talk to you about. Uh, actually, coming up after you, after this next ad break, we're going to have Chad uh, Love on, and he is the gun dog editor, Jim, and he for, uh, yeah, Field and Stream Magazine. Field Stream Magazine, gun dog blogger, actually. Yeah, we're going to be talking about a, a great new post he put out just a little bit ago, whether you should or should not vaccinate your dogs with that anti-venom, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to, I don't exactly know what it is, but um, Jim's dog was bit uh, two weekends ago. Two weeks ago, Saturday. Having a really tough time dealing with it right now as in the hospital for, or at the vet, I should say, for uh, quite a few days, still taking a lot of medications, lost probably 30 pounds. Oh, yeah. And yep. he had not been vaccinated with that anti-venom. Have you done that with uh, your pooch? I have not, but really? he is trained. Uh, oh, is he? Tra- rattlesnake trained. Uh-huh. So I'm yeah. hoping that if he, his training will come back if that ever <laughs> he gets near one. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad that you brought that up because I was, I was talking to a trainer, and there's a lot of guys out there, it's kind of misnomer. They thought that if they got a big bull snake or something, they could train their dogs, but different they don't, scent, different scent, and so a lot of people have their dogs trained, but they were um, trained to avoid bull snakes, <laughs> and, and, and that's that, that's kind of a bad thing. Yeah. But um, let's talk about Outdoor Channel real quick. Exciting things, and um, I think the biggest thing on Outdoor Channel right now is Jimmy Big Time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this guy, he is a stud. He's a a trip. (laughs) Uh, Nevertheless, we have a clip. I think Frank's got it. Yeah, Frank's got it ready. Uh, It's Jimmy Big Time, Ted Nugent. (laughs) You got to hear this. Whatever, just listen. The revolution. If you took a second to put down your your little strumming machine and and use that microphone for good instead of... Teeny bopper time. Teeny bopper. You might make a difference. <laughs> you need to be a little more pro-American. Pro-American. Um, That's it. Ted certainly isn't. But, no. you know, he's quite the journalist. Old Jimmy Big Time is, Tom. <laughs> hey, Jimmy's done a great job for us. He's awesome. And, and has been a great hit. He is uh, he's funny to watch, for sure. Well, you know, the, the interesting part about the Outdoor Channel. Now, you've been at the helm for about how long? Uh, about four months now, I think it is, but I've been with the company for over seven years, and I even worked wow. as outside legal counsel a couple years prior to that. Yeah. Now, the thing is, what happens with a company when it's taken over, if you will, with a new pres, CEO, and so forth, uh, the values of that CEO and president come to the forefront, and have you noticed that uh, a little bit now in the changing of the guard, if you will, that uh, your programming is stepping up with these new reality shows and so forth? Well, I think that has been kind of a, a breath of fresh air. I think a change in leadership always kind of gives you that change, and for the uh, the people that are you know feet on the street doing it every day in day out, just to get a new view and a new excitement uh, with a new leadership, it certainly happens, and it is happening from the feedback I'm getting. Uh, and along those lines, you know, one of my first things we did was to say, here's here's some new shows that we're going to do now with the lead lead time that we have and the production time and everything. Takes a little bit of time yeah. to do that, but uh, we've got these concepts that we're now just getting into the filming and production of right now that we're hoping to be just gangbuster hits next year. We're hoping mm-hmm. you never know in this business, uh, but we think by adding the excitement, ramping up the capabilities, and the people that we're bringing in, 
and uh, the personalities and the star power and those type of things that uh, we can really go on the offensive to show, hey, outdoor TV, outdoor channel in particular, is yeah. not just your, your two brothers and a camera in, in the field. It's much more than that, and that's what we're going to be showing here next year. Yeah, well, one of the things that I like about some of the programs you have on there, matter of fact, I like all of them, but some of the things that I like is the fact that uh, you get to find out something about the person. That's one of the things that we do with our radio show. We can develop that character to make it more endearing to the audience because if they think it's just uh, you know 22 minutes of a guy getting out and hunting and so forth, there's a whole lot more to the whole uh, atmosphere of programming, especially if you want to be number one like you guys are. Well, that's exactly right. And, and, you know, some of the people that you may not even know that are in the hunting business or in the shooting business, we're trying to bring that to light and, and give them a forum to where they can uh, let it be known that this is exciting, uh, an area for them in their life, too. I mean, some of the examples, we've got Zach Brown, uh, who likes to be in the outdoors. We've got Joe Montagna from Criminal Mind. Really? Uh, that, that actually loves the shooting. Yeah. He's been on our network now here for a year or two and, and doing Midway's uh, USA gun stories. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about all the other people in Hollywood that really you may not even know that are gun aficionados and love to go out and shoot. So uh, those are the type of things, just like you said, as far as getting to know the person and getting to know somebody that you didn't even know that had this inkling and love and the desire. Uh, we think that's important for everybody to understand. You know, it's like listening to you right now. Okay, sure. He's the president of Outdoor Channel. But he's not a suit. I mean, you were a fighter pilot. That just, like, upped the excitement of this interview by a thousand percent i mean really that's like, that's exactly how they cancel shows they yeah. send a fighter pilot out <laughs> he blo- tom blows well, as, them as, up as one guy when i first joined the company he goes oh you you carry the big guns <laughs> <laughs> well you know in the last few years we've seen a lot of different new faces on there but then some of the older guys like the zumbos and so forth uh well you see these guys out there and uh, they're still part of that outdoor scene Oh, yeah, definitely. And Jim Zumbo is a good friend of mine. Actually, he and I, I've got on my bucket list right now to make a hunt with him, and I'm hoping to actually do it with Chuck Yeager, who's a friend of uh, Jim Zumbo's as well. So someday I'm hoping to cross that one off and, and go out on a on a big game hunt with those two guys. Oh, yeah. I would give a fortune when Jim Zumbo, in 100 years, when he passes, he's going to outlive us all, okay? <laughs> I would like I think to, so. I would like to have him mounted and have him in my house. I mean, that would be cool. <laughs> He'd be like the greeter, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah. how cool would that we be? We could have a job at Walmart. <laughs> you could salute his hat as you walk by. <laughs> And, and I walked by a, uh, a bull moose that he took and donated to the company. Uh, really? About four or five years ago. That, that's kind of our in our uh, foyer as you walk in. There's this moose uh, from that donated by Jim Zumbo. So I think of him every day. I, I wanted to get a hat like his, and yet I found one that covered a 40-acre field is still too small. <laughs> now, real quick, one thing we didn't mention. got to go to www.outdoorchannel.com. Hop on there, kind of peruse the website. That's a good word. If you're not already a fan of Outdoor Channel. You will be. Obviously, you've never listened to our show before. Yeah. Matter of fact, later on the show, we're going to have Craig Morgan on, and uh, he's going to talk about All Access Outdoors, seen on the Outdoor Channel. This old boy. I'm going to try to sing it in front of him and make a, a total butt out of myself. <laughs> he's a great guy. But once again, we've been talking to Tom Hornish, and he's the president and chief executive officer. CEO. They're at Outdoor Channel. What a great channel. But we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. Mr. Tom, man, this has been fun. We'd love to have you back on. Oh, I'd love to. It's been fun for me. I've got a lot more to say, and I'll be happy to say it with you guys. You're, uh, you guys are great. Ah, thanks, dude. 
Hey, coming to the mix is Chad Love, and once again, he's the gundog blogger for Field and Stream. Stick around, it's going to be good. You're on the revolution. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? The Ruger SR-22 is the do-it-all 22 pistol for the shooter who appreciates style and demands reliability. Easy to field, strip, and reassemble, the Ruger SR-22 shoots a broad variety of 22 LR ammunition. It features an ambidextrous manual thumb safety decocking lever and magazine release. Two options for grip. And a fixed white dot front sight and adjustable rear sight with reversible blade. The Ruger SR-22, another American-made product from Ruger. Hey, this is Jimmy Houston here to tell you about the incredible fishing in Kansas. With so many lakes, reservoirs, ponds, streams, creeks, you'll find everything. Largemouth bass, crappie, walleye, and my favorite cousin, the old Wally catfish. Learn more about the great fishing in Kansas at www.travelks. Zeiss and Hornady teamed up for a simple and intuitive new shooting concept, Conquest Superformance. Just select Hornady Superformance, match with one of the Zeiss Conquest Superformance rifle scopes with rapid Z ballistic reticle, zero rifle at 200 yards, play scope on maximum power, and use the reticle's holdover bars to hit targets at extended distances. It's never been easier. Check out Zeiss.com sports. So, where do you stand on the controversial issue of rattlesnake vaccines? Do you believe in vaccinating your dogs against rattlesnakes or merely snake-proofing your dogs? Tell us at radio at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Hey, we're back, and once again, today's revolution is all about hunting dogs. Why did you change your shirt yet again? I want to be cool. During Tom Hornish's interview, by the way, we heard from him uh, before the break, um, I remarked on your nice cream-colored whatever you were wearing. It was I, a Tommy Bahama. Is this another Tommy Bahama? Yes, it is. I have Tommy Why Bahama in my closet. Why did you change? You don't, we're at work. You don't have a closet. Well, whatever it was, I got it from. Tommy's in there. All right, so uh, we are being joined right now at 75 No, by Chad Love, and he's the gun dog vlogger there at Fill the Stream. But before we get to Chad, Frank's got a clip. Take a listen. The Revolution. Hi, right now we're with Dr. Vanya Marino of Animal Magnetism. Hello, she doctor. Is way over there holding a rattlesnake. I the reason is we're talking about how to keep our pets safe, mainly from rattlesnakes, especially when moving into a new environment since we're all here close to the desert. Now tell us exactly how we do that. Well, this is one of the rattlesnakes that I use to teach dogs to avoid rattlesnakes. Um, she's very good for teaching me. Oh, you hear that sound? Gives me the willies. And what I do is I come to your house or a trail or any place your dog might encounter a rattlesnake, and I teach them to avoid sight, sound, and smell of rattlesnakes. Now, stop it right there. I don't know that much about rattlesnake avoidance training for your dogs. I can't even keep myself away from them. I just yell, get back. To yourself? Me and everybody Jim, else. get back! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but right now, we'll be joined by uh, Mr. Chad Love. Like we said, he is the gun dog blogger there at uh, Field and, and Stream. Stream. Uh-huh. Mr. Chad, how's it going, buddy? Uh, pretty good. And you? I'm doing pretty good. But you know, on June 7th, there on a Man's Best Friend blog there on Field and Stream, you just posted a new blog, and it is called uh, Should You Vaccinate Your Gun Dog Against Rattlesnake Venom? 
And it just so happens that about uh, three weekends ago, no, yeah, about two, three weeks ago, no, two weekends ago, uh, Jim's dog, Jim's dog, his Harley. name is Harley, but he lives with me, and he's lived with me for like uh, six years, I think. He likes me during the day, um, but he likes Travis at night. But he got you figured out on the left hand side Actually, of his it was face, right hand side. Who's telling the story? You are, but he got to get the facts right. <laughs> Anyways, the dog got bit somewhere on his face. He's it wasn't even a- my dog. <laughs> <laughs> he's having a tough go of it, and this is perfect timing. Uh, with your story, maybe he did it intentionally. Yeah. Uh, just so we have something to talk about. Anyways, uh, tell us about this, Bob. Bob? Oh, not Bob. <laughs> what am I? Th- I'm thinking. Oh, I'm thinking Bob St. Pierre. You referenced him in your article, Chad. Sorry right. about that. No, no fun. Bob. You know, Bob's a good guy to be referenced. Again, so. <laughs> He's boring too. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the reason I, I have never really bothered with the rattlesnake vaccine before, because uh, I, I never, I've never had a dog bitten by a snake. Yeah. Um, and, and I've just been sort of rolling the dice. I live in a, in a fairly snaky area. Northwest Oklahoma's got quite a few rattlesnakes. Yeah, oh yeah. And uh, I'm up to two setters now. And so I thought, you know, if, if I've got two dogs down on the ground at one time, you know, chances are eventually they're going to come across a snake at some yeah. point. And so I, I talked to my, my vet and, and asked her about the rattlesnake vaccine. And she said, you know, that it is something that she recommends to a lot of dog owners whose dogs are going to encounter snakes or, you know, there's a chance that they're going to encounter snakes. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of controversy over whether the, the vaccine is, is effective or not and, and what species of, of rattlesnakes it's effective on. But uh, I thought, you know, if, for my purposes, you know, I, I, the way I rationalize it is, you know, it's, it's a $50 shot. Yeah. You know, and so for 50 bucks, it's something that, that uh, I'm, I'm at least going to try out. Well, you know, I've had uh, two dogs bitten. I had a Weimaraner down in uh, in Texas, got bit by a copperhead right wow. underneath the chin. Honestly, God, he looked like he had a grapefruit in there. And then just recently, as Travis referenced, uh, Harley. two weeks ago, Harley got bit uh, just between the that, corner of his mouth and his ear. That story right in... that I butchered. Yes. Sorry, go on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, uh, in his case, it swelled up to like the size of two grapefruits. I mean, it was terrible. gigantic. It looks like it was two dogs there. And uh, I know that, uh, you know, talking with our vet, they recommend it and so forth. But in reading your blogs, it's kind of a controversial. Yeah. Deal. It, it, some say it does work. Some say it doesn't work. Yeah. They take the venom from uh, Western Diamondbacks. Yeah. And obviously that's not going to uh, protect them from every species. Like a moccasin or, no. or a, right. a copperhead or even a, well, coral be pretty, uh, pretty small mouth in order to get a dog. Yeah, so when I like flubbed earlier and I called you Bob, <laughs> um, you d- you did reference in your article Bob St. Pierre, and basically um, he said you have four options. We'll go over it real quick. Uh, one, you can vaccinate your dog against snakes. Two, snake-proof or de-snake your dog. Train your pup to ignore snakes. Do nothing and take your chances. Or four, I like this one too, and I like how you pointed out this is not an option. Don't hunt where there are snakes. <laughs> Very comical. Let's see. But, that would be Alaska, <laughs> Hawaii. Chad, this is very interesting, though. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, you know, we all hunt in, in areas where you're, you're going to encounter snakes. In most yeah. of us, I mean, there's a you know, large parts of the country uh, are, are going to have rattlesnakes. And so it's, it's something that I think at some point everyone's going to have to deal with. And there's a lot of anecdotal evidence both for and against the rattlesnake vaccine. It came out a few years ago. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure that there are any real peer-reviewed studies on its effectiveness. Like I said, you know, some guys swear by it and some guys swear at it. Says it's a, a waste of money. <laughs> and, and I just, you know, it, from my perspective, it may very well be. I don't know because there are a lot of stories about gun dogs who've gotten bitten by rattlesnakes who, you know, who survived. But for me, you know, a $25 shot than a $25 booster shot. 
uh, if it can, even if it's not totally effective, uh, if it can give me enough time to get my dog to a vet, yeah, uh, and if it can somehow lessen the effect of of a rattlesnake bite, then it's completely worth it to me. You know, regardless of whether it protects, you know, completely from from a rattlesnake bite or how however how effective it might be. Let's kind of turn uh, towards Lyme disease right now because you know uh, that's another thing. Center for Disease Control right now has just put out Lyme disease is now. Um, one of the top five infectious diseases for North America with over 30,000 people uh, diagnosed every year. And they say that uh, one in every five ticks collected was infected with Lyme disease. And wow. now, um, I mean, this is a growing problem. Everybody knows that it's out there and they're aware of it. But I don't think they're um, they don't fully comprehend that we're just being inundated with this disease. What can you tell us about this? Well, it- I have to tell you, I'm I'm not so up on Lyme disease because I live in an area that really, you know, not a hot spot. That's not a Lyme disease hotspot. So, you know, you, you really have to watch your flea and tick regimen for your dogs on that. You know, make sure they're on something like all my dogs are on Frontline. All yeah. The oh time, yeah. You know, year round. Now, really appreciate you doing this, buddy. Oh, no problem. It's it's always fun. Uh, once again, uh, Chad Love is the gun dog blogger for Field and the Stream. If we want to find out more about um, any of your articles, Chad, kind of read up on you i mean you really put out your prolific writer put out some great stuff where can we find you online uh the the fieldandstream.com website uh under and you can see right there it's, it's uh, under all the blogs it's, it's man's best friend that's cool. me well hey yeah, we've been yeah. talking with chad Levin. he's talking about things you need to do to think about when you take your dog out where training is going to start here in the next uh, couple of weeks especially here in kansas and all over the country that's right dan and one more time uh that's chad love and he is the gun dog blogger for field and stream if anything just uh hop on google uh type in man's best friend chad love it's all gonna come up but uh, we are the revolution and we are brought to you by ram trucks at ramtrucks.com plus ruger at ruger.com and high mountain seasonings that is h-i-m-t-n-jerky.com plus cabela's world's foremost outfitter at cabela's.com and nra blog at nra blog Com. But uh, Mr. Chairman, it's been fun as always. Uh, or Bob. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much, buddy. Oh, thank you for having me. All righty. Hey, Trav, we're going country. Going country. Yeah, hey, we got Craig Morgan coming up next. I'm going to sing to him. You know, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Make a fool of myself. You're a fool, man. You're not a fool. All right, Craig Morgan, he's coming up next. The Revolution. If you don't go to OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com, <laughs> the pooch gets it. Just kidding. Now there's a new destination for video content. VoiceAmerica.tv. Just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support surprise you. Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 20 jerky-making kits, 13 snacking stick flavors, and 13 varieties of sausage-making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. 
Every Thursday night, make NBC Sports Outdoors your destination for the best fishing shows and most respected anglers around. That big old bluefin is taking the line! Starting Thursday at 7 on the NBC Sports Network. Introducing the incredible... This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, we're back. If you're just tuning in, uh, you just missed an interview with Chad Love. He's the gundog blogger for Field and Stream. You can give us a call at 785-846-7647. Where's your mind today? It's gone. <laughs> yeah, on today's I'm show. pitted Yeah, on today's show, we are talking about hunting dogs, but we're kind of venturing off that a little bit. Kind of like right now, because are uh, you ready for it? Uh-oh. You don't want me to do this. I know it. And this is so embarrassing. This old boy's got it going on. Got the good Lord smiling I forgot where's the song. <laughs> What do you think of that, Craig? <laughs> Craig Morgan. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> it's going good. Do you need any backup singers, like maybe in <laughs> Cleveland or something? Yeah, I'll, 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 while I'm in Texas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Having me as a backup singer, I could ruin your career really, really quick. But, uh, you know, obviously you're well known for your, your songs like Almost Home. That's what I love about Sunday. Redneck Yacht Club, which I absolutely love. A little bit of life. International Harvester. Love remembers. International Harvester. You know, we live in Kansas. And Harvest is in full swing right now, and I I can totally relate to that song. I'll bet you that those guys are Uh, listening to your music right now. Bonfire. I mean, you have had a very prolific career, Craig, and we're we're big fans of your music, man. Well, thank you. I have uh, had an amazing career, really. When I look back, it's uh, it's hard to believe. We've had 14 top 10s, like 20 top 20s, and remember the Grand Ole Opry, and I'm still here, still working. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, you're also airborne. You're an EMT, and you save kids. You're Captain America yeah. is what you are. Without the cape. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just a guy who loves what I do. And uh, when a lot of this stuff happens, I tell people they don't understand. The people that I hang out with, they drive around looking for stuff like that to happen. <laughs> you are an assistant deputy sheriff, okay? I mean, there is nothing that you haven't done. I was reading all of your stats and started to feel really bad about myself. Yeah. You know? You're a, it's like, what hasn't this guy done? I mean, there's absolutely nothing to cross off your bucket list. But I got a couple questions for you, though. You're, you're a great underachiever, right. though, Trev. I am an underachiever. I, you know, and this isn't to be personal, but I've always thought, you know, I watch your videos, been to a couple of your concerts, you got these sold-out crowds, okay? What happens you, when you're right in the middle of a set and you got to go to the bathroom? You got, like, 30,000 people out there. What do you do? You don't go. <laughs> Dude, that takes mental strength right there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and a lot where, of that's well, where that military training comes in. Yeah, a lot, a lot of bladder control. Well, you know the thing is, speaking of bladder control, man, you honor some great hunts, and I tell you what, oh, I think yeah. I'd wet myself if I did some of the hunts that you did. I, I did wet myself a few times. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, I, as you guys know, watching the show, I, I yeah. get real excited. I love it, man. I, I absolutely am just over the top passionate about the outdoors and the experience that takes place when we are out there, uh, and grateful for it. You know, I don't. I would never want anyone to think that I don't appreciate. Uh, the blessings that uh, have been bestowed upon me, uh, in particular, the places I get to hunt and the people I get to meet. Yeah. Um, and I tend to sometimes, uh, you know, I've, I've watched some of the stuff after the fact and go, man, what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that there's people that watch my show and they go look at me and go, what an idiot. <laughs> but I'm not going to stop being who I am. I'm not going to quit getting excited about it. And when I do, I'll, uh, I'll move on to something else. You know, it's funny that you say that is there's a lot of stars, you know, they're big into hunting and doing this, but they keep it separate 
from their professional life. I mean, if you watch Redneck Yacht Club, you know, you got Aaron Tippin in your your video. I mean, Who's he's a, a good huge hunter. Michael Waddell is in there, Blake Shelton. These guys are all big in the outdoors, and so are you. And, you know, we're talking about your show, All Access Outdoors with Craig Morgan. And only uh, 20 minutes ago, old yeah, Tom yeah. Hornish. Fact, he, he said good things about you, and I said, you talk about Craig Morgan? I said, Craig hates you, Tom. <laughs> you know, it's whatever. <laughs> but, uh, oh, no, you did not. <laughs> Don't blame me for your flat tower, then. <laughs> You have such a great, I'm going to overlook that one. I'm kind of scared now. Um, you have such a great show and I really like you, you know, you're kind of, you're branching out and you're letting people know about your lifestyle and how great it is and how fun and just the fellowship of the outdoors. I think it's great what you're doing, Craig. Well, I told somebody the other day I was speaking and I, I said that, you know, the outdoors is, is an industry yeah. and it's a multi-billion dollar industry, but we should never forget what it is that the outdoors and outdoorsmen and women in the outdoors what it is they truly celebrate yeah and it's that opportunity to gather and share uh experiences and like-minded uh, people talking about you know the the blessings that we have and in season three i took my dad and some of his brothers on a hunt in kentucky mm-hmm. and my dad first day uh he passed up about 135 he thought it was 125 inch deer oh wow passed up 135 inch deer uh and the last day he shot a little deer i mean it was, <laughs> i mean it was a little deer but he was so excited. Yeah. And I tried to tell me that's what it's about. I mean, I would I would love to see him got a, you know, 140 or 160 inch deer, but uh, I was more excited about the fact that he got a deer and he was on the hunt and we spent time in the blind together yep. and in camp together. And that's what hunting is really about. Yeah, actually, it's kind of all over when you squeeze the triggers up to that point. It's the most fun. Oh, absolutely. Heck, for me, I'll be honest with you, uh, I'm getting just about as much joy out of the preparation and the uh, the food plots and, and, you know, watching these animals grow and, and, and all the, just the entire process up to that point, up to the harvest. I mean, for me, it's as much fun anymore. Yeah. Well, like we have always said, you know, I mean, outdoorsmen and women, we are the true conservationists, you know, it's not all these other organizations. I mean, we are the heart and soul, the backbone of conservation. And I don't think that personally, uh, we get enough credit for everything we, we that we do, you know, like you're talking about planting food plots, doing supplements. I mean, this is proper management, and it's all because of the outdoorsman and woman. Oh, that, I agree with you 100%. I, I've said that a, a million times. And the reason is because we're the people, the conservationists in, in, the, in the outdoor industry, the outdoorsmen and women, are, are, are those that are less likely to be yelling at everyone because we're too busy doing our dang job. <laughs> we're out there, uh, and, and it's quite the opposite on the other side. Uh, those people who are, are truly ignorant of, of what uh, what it is that true conservation is about and how true conservation takes place, and those are the ones that are usually screaming the loudest. So it is important that 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 we that those of us that are doing these things that we set a positive example and you know and try to lead by example and do the right things. And and you know that's not to say that we're not going to make mistakes because we are human. Yeah. Now you got a new season coming up on the Outdoor Channel uh, starting in about a week or so. Uh, tell us some of the places and some of the hunts that we're going to be able to see this year. Well, uh, one of the things I'm, I'm most looking forward to everybody seeing. Uh, I went to Hawaii uh, on a hunt. Did you? Why? Uh, found that Hawaii is one of the best kept secrets in our business, buddy, I promise you. Really? I know you could hunt hogs and, and, and even turkey, but I had no idea that they had the amount of game that they have. Really? Yeah. Now, what all did you harvest? Mouflon ram, wild goat, and we took what we think will be the uh, the new SCI oh. uh, Spanish goat with a uh, crossbow. Oh, nice. Um, yes. Uh, Axis deer, and I'm going to tell you, the deer... 
I've never. It was like the Serengeti in the evening on Lanai. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, on, on Maui they have actually a herd of white-tailed deer there. Yeah, yeah, yeah they have white-tailed, but it, I'm just telling you, it was absolutely amazing. It's the kind of thing where uh, you know, while you're doing this, your uh, wife can go to the beach, and you know, there's just there's so much to do, and it was just just an absolutely amazing experience. We also did some cliff diving and snorkeling, <laughs> and uh, I went surfing with the world champion surfer Shane Dor- Dorian. Did you uh, really? So, Absolutely amazing stuff. We're actually coming up on yeah. an ad break, so uh, uh, we got to tell everyone you got to go to craigmorgan.com. Make sure you follow him on Facebook, Twitter, all those awesome sites. You got a whole bunch of dates coming up if people want to uh, check you out a tour. Yeah, as a matter of fact, on June 29th, he's going to be at Bud County uh, Affair in Grand Prairie, Alberta. And then on July 6th, he's going to be in uh, Macon County Fair in Decatur, Illinois. And then July 7th, Blue Chip Casino in Michigan City, Indiana. And also, you make sure you check him out on Outdoor Channel and, and tell them how much you enjoy his show and what he does. And pay him more money. That's right. But, Mr. Craig, it has been awesome having you on. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, it's my pleasure, guys. Thank you all so much. And look forward to talking to you again soon. All right. Well, hey, we're the revolution. We're brought to you by Ram Trucks. Ramtrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com. But uh, coming up next is the wrap-up. We're going to have Scott Berg from Berg Brothers Setters. Stick around. It's all coming up next. Revolution. Check out all things Jim and Trav at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Just because a hunting or fishing trip is unpredictable doesn't mean dinner has to be. Take control and use Camp Chef at CampChef.com. It's the way to cook outdoors. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone right now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your authorized ADT dealer, at 1-866-669-8954. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-866-669-8954. $99 installation charge, 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now, 1-866-669-8954. That's 1-866-669-8954. My little party's just beginning. Revolution. Revolution. Jim and Trav, Jim and Trav, you're listening to the Revolution. Hey, we're back, and you just heard from old Craig Morgan, and now this is the Revolution Wrap-Up. This is the Wrap-Up, and this is kind of a sad moment in everyone's life right now because the show is coming to an end just today. You're talking about this episode. But you know what? The Revolution is just beginning, and so we're saying that break, hit it. The Revolution. We've only just begun. 
You like it, Jim? <laughs> you know, it's a great song. Uh, we've only just begun. I thought it was much better, though, however, when old Carl Weathers sang it in Happy Gilmore. Well, Personal preference. There you go. Um, anyways, we are talking about hunting dogs on today's show with a few other things thrown in in between. But right now we are being joined by Mr. Scott Berg, and he is with Berg Brothers Setters. And uh, Mr. Scott, how's it going, buddy? Great. Yeah, absolutely great. Yeah, now, Scott, uh, earlier in the show, we had on Chad Love, okay? And he's with uh, Field and Stream. He's their gun dog blogger. blogger, Yeah, Uh, man's best friend. Yeah, that's what he posts his blogs under on Field and Stream. Anyways, I said that to say this. He um, also wrote a blog besides vaccinating your dogs against rattlesnake bites. um, He wrote a blog about uh, buying started dogs, and it's called uh, What to Know When Buying a Started Dog. And in this, he references uh, you guys a lot, okay? Because you guys are like the go-to guys when it comes to training hunting dogs. And so kind of filled Jim and I in, right, yeah. on what a started dog is. What Start doesn't mean finished. No, it doesn't. It's kind of undefined. So uh, fill us in about that. It just means we're the sickest. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what I mean by that is, you know, nobody's in the started dog business on purpose. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. You know, most of the started dogs are... You know, the hardcore, the, the guys that got four or five dogs and they're really into it and they kind of, you know, get rid of the weakest member of the team. Yeah. And what we do is pretty weird um, <laughs> in that we'll evaluate about three dozen dogs a year for breeding. Wow. And, and you know, this doesn't happen. I mean, most yeah. dogs are bred by hobbyists who have three, four, five, six dogs in the backyard, whatever. And so that's why we've kind of become so well known for that because we're only going to keep, you know, we're looking for LeBron James. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a pretty good analogy because, you know, <laughs> as when he was in high school, it was pretty apparent he was going to be the next great one. And that's kind of what we do. We part through a bunch of them and, and look for that, you know, the best genetics. Well, you know, uh, in, in looking at a litter of pups, Travis and I could go over and look at uh, at one. Uh, my grandmother used to have this saying, if it had a big knot on his head, okay, or it had brown in the roof of its mouth, or if it was the runt of the litter, uh, you would be getting yourself a pretty good dog. But the thing is, we did all of those things, and we bought a calf. Folklore. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. You, the As the saying goes, you either pick the litter or the breeder. <laughs> that's probably where we could have the most productive conversations. <laughs> to pick the litter, you have to know a pretty fair amount about the ancestry and genetics and that sort of thing. Yeah. And I tell people it's really easy to sort out breeders. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, in fact, when you pick a started dog, that means he's had minimal amount of training. So it's kind of like getting a kid that's not diaper trained yet, but knows how to walk. But you really need to um, do your research, right, with the trainer. Because they say, yeah, this is a started dog. It can point, it can fetch, it can do this, it can do that. Um, You really want to test him. Show me that this dog can do that. Because, I mean, you can, in fact, pick up a dog. He says, yeah, it's a started dog. And this dog doesn't know crap. I got to tell you a quick story. A very well-known athlete. Bought a dog, and he, he called me and said, hey, I heard you be the guy to evaluate a setter for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came out and said, yeah, the dog started and whatnot. And I mean, he let that dog go. <laughs> it was just gone. It didn't know its name. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <you know>? Uh, <laughs> he, and he had some colorful commentary. And all. <laughs> we better leave out. Uh, started could mean anything from, you know, they <laughs> taught him to sit to the dogs ready to go hunting. And there really is no... Um, exact meaning for what started entails. Yeah. 
Now I'm going to read a quote that directly from you. You've got to let them learn on their own and develop their innate abilities before you start trying to control it. And that's what the early introduction to birds does. Now, what would you say is too early? You know, usually a lot of people like 16, 18 weeks. Some people start at 15, 14 weeks. That would be pretty early. Um, what would you recommend, Scott? Prime time. It depends on the individual dog. You do have to kind of, you know, look at the individual to, to make that statement. But generally speaking, right at about, you know, 18 weeks, that's four months old. Yeah. They're ready. You know, we take them out all the time, you know, at 13, 14 weeks into the field. And they're, you know, they're hunting butterflies and all that. But there's <laughs> just no attention span. You know, just, rah, you know. Yeah. What you don't want to do is take them out with birds when they're, because I've seen people do this literally at eight or 10 weeks old. Mm. They can have a bad experience there. Yeah. Like the bird beats them up. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> I've seen people use pigeons or whatever with a real little puppy and the pigeon flies back in their face and scares the, the Jesus out of the dog. <laughs> now I feel bad for the puppies. <laughs> I've actually seen that on video, you know. Um, really? The first year, the really critical thing, it's like kindergarten. Mm -hmm. you just bring out their innate talent, put them in birds, we let them start to chase, and then we'll shoot the gun. Yeah. And once they've established that, then we'll stop them from chasing. But if you do that, you'll never have a gun-shy dog because they associate the gun then with birth. Yeah. Now, when it comes, you know, these, these dogs are working dogs, right, Scott? Um, how do you differentiate or, or keep separate personal from work? Because obviously they can't just be a, a complete work dog. You have to have a relationship with them. social activity. But a lot of people have a tendency to go too far with that. Um, how do we kind of um, choose what's enough, what's too much? Yeah, that's a pretty good point. You do have to be the boss. You know, yeah. you, you do have to be alpha. They're pack animals. So you do have to establish that, hey, when I say something, you need to do it. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of, you know, pro trainers that sometimes take that to an extreme and they're, mm -hmm. you know, they get mad and they get rough on the dog. And there's, there's no benefit in doing that. You're just going backwards. So, yeah, you know, exactly. I like to get right in their face because that's what actually their mothers do. Mm -hmm. you know, it kind of intimidate <laughs> them that way. There is a switch. I mean, when uh, with the smart ones, you know, the ones that have the appropriate mental makeup is what we call it. Yeah. When they come in the house, it is literally like you turn a switch and they go flop on the floor and they're just laid back. Well, if we want to find out more about you guys, uh, Berg Brothers Setters, where do we have to head to online, Scott, to do that? D-E-R-G. B-R-O-S, the abbreviation for brothers, setters, so D-E-R-G-B-R-O-S-S-E-T-T-E-R-S dot com. We've been talking with Scott Berg. Of course, he is with Berg Brothers Setters. And, boy, if you'd like to find out more information about Scott and what he does, and, in fact, he does a lot of great things, uh, you can uh, look him up at bergbrothersitters.com. That's right. And we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks. At RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings at himtnjerky.com plus NRA blog at nrablog.com and Zeiss. That's Zeiss.com forward slash sports. Mr. Scott, man, very interesting. And thank you so much for uh, coming on and telling us about this. Really appreciate it. Happy to do it. All right. The end. Coming up next, close, baby. Revolution. What kind of bad habits did your hunting pooch have, and what was your training methods of breaking them? <laughs> Let's start a little Q&A at radio at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Hey, we want to give a special thanks to all of our 367 affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer, Mark Paneri, Frank the Sound Guy, Dave Carney, Tom Hornish, Chad Love, Craig Morgan, and... Scott Bird. Hey, so we are Jim and Trav. And stick around because your local news weather, it is coming up next. God bless. Have a fun weekend and get outdoors. We'll talk with you later. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.